0: welcome to the american contractor stories i'm john die
1: and i'm leanne koppel we are interviewing some amazing contractors and letting them share their stories
0: these stories are not just going to entertain you but they're going to inspire you to go out and live the american dream
1: because that's exactly what they are doing so let's dive in
0: all right, welcome to the first American Contractor Story episode. And uh, welcome to this new series. This is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to actually share the stories of contractors and what they've had to go through in order to build the businesses that they have and overcome struggles and all the things that are, have to do with contracting and the stories behind them because they're pretty amazing. And you guys may have heard something kind of cool at the beginning. You guys heard from a voice that is new to American Contractor.
1: Oh shoot!
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's our new co-host, Leanne Koppel.
1: Hey, hey!
0: I'm so thrilled to uh, to introduce her to our audience and to all the people listening to American Contractor in this whole new era that is American Contractor that we're stepping into. And this is this is so much fun. Thanks for thanks for joining us, Leanne.
1: Yeah, I am super excited. I've watched uh the journey of American Contractor since the beginning and you guys have. Seeing the growth and the impact that has been made, the positive impact that has been made has been very motivating and inspirational for our industry and outside of the industry. So, I think it's just super exciting all, around, all the way around.
0: It has been a quite the journey. And yeah, you guys have actually been a major part of that journey behind the scenes. Um, I don't think a lot of people know the full story, but you and Clint have been hugely inspirational for for myself, for Priscilla, for all the stuff that we've done and kind of pushed us out of the nest at one point even to get us to really do and chase this, you know, this whatever it is that it has become. It's kind of pretty, pretty, been pretty wild. But I'm really excited that you are now joining American Contractor and Clint's now going to be a part of it and we're going to basically usher in this new era of what is content and what we're doing. And this is just the beginning.
1: Yeah. And I'm excited to kind of bring in the female forces and uh, bring the female perspective and kind of just highlight woman empowerment within this because it's an amazing influence already. And it's just going to get even better and greater from here.
0: I agree and you guys have been doing so much in behind the scenes with the industry just in general like there's so many events that are happening and such a big push but not just a push but women are running these companies and really the the driving force behind them that not a lot of people see and that's why I'm really excited that we're now going to be you know able to to more or less represent better who contractors are by having you guys come come on and be a part of this and And push us into the next era. And people are going to get to see your face a lot out there. I know this is a podcast, so we wanted to introduce you this way, but you know, you're going to be doing a ton of stuff with ACS and pushing out the brand and your mind and the way that you work on a marketing level and media level. I'm just, I'm just excited because it's going to be, it's going to be amazing.
1: Yes. And it's just, it's really elevating American Contractor Show to what the next level is supposed to be. And that's including, you know, the female side as well, because you've done such an amazing job representing as the male side. And it's not as if, you know, women are taking over or anything like that. It's, hey, we have as much opportunity as you do. And just being able to showcase that and show that we can be as knowledgeable in this industry and space and in construction as a male can and helping other females that are coming up and the new generations to understand that they can do it too. And just being a a light for them.
0: Uh, That's the reality of it. And it's, it takes a team and we're all Mm -hmm. doing our part and we have different strengths and weaknesses and things that we bring to the table. And it's no secret. Like gender is part of that. Like there's things that my wife does things that I could never imagine doing, <laughs> you know, it's just the way it is.
1: And guys do things that I would never even want to do. Exactly. So, so yes.
0: it's a really great thing <laughs> just from a natural perspective. So I'm really excited about it. And I wanted today though, to be more about you and like share your story and how you guys got into the industry. And you know, we'll, we'll bring Clint on at a, di- at a different time here, but this is all about you, Leanne. Like, welcome to American Contractor. And I want our audience to get to know you and what you stand for, what you've done, like your story and your background and, and how, it, how it all came to be. So tell us how this thing got started. Like, where did you guys come from and how did you, how do you guys fit into the industry today?
1: Yes. So the story can be kind of long, so I'll shorten it up as much as possible. But um, I have Clint and I both you know, were married, husband, wife, and um we have stayed behind the scenes a lot within the industry um, since we kind of got into it and it's just time to step out and let actually tell our story and let people know what we've really been up to all these years. (laughs) And so with Clint and you, you guys will hear a lot more on his side, so I'm not going to dive too deep into him, but he was in the roofing industry prior. His brother was in it. He owned a, his brother owned a roofing company and ended up actually getting in an accident and becoming wheelchair bound. So when we opened up our company, we actually took the name from his brother's company from California, which is ASAP Roofing. And it does not mean always say, uh, always as soon as possible, it means always say a prayer. <laughs> so um, I didn't come from the industry. I was outside of it. Clint was in it um, for many, many years. And I came into the industry about nine, 10 years ago, I was helping him start it. But at but the time
0: you and Clint, you guys got married younger too, right? Like you guys were, yeah,
1: we've been together 15 years now. Okay. And so, um, it's, we've been together forever. Gosh, that made me feel <laughs> old right there. But yeah, I met him at when I was 21 okay. and he, he's actually six years older than me. So he was 27 so um, I was actually in the beauty industry. I went, uh, he supported me while I was going to school for hair and skin and makeup and all of that and gathering up student loans. <laughs> and uh, now I don't do it. But that's just because Clint, he knew what he wanted. He knew the industry he wanted to be in. He knew it'd be profitable. And I wanted to support that dream. And so I just kind of stepped in and was like, what do you need help with? What do you need help with? I just have never naturally been a stay-at-home mom. Um, I More power to the women that want to do that and love it. Uh, I love my children, of course, but I've always wanted to contribute more. And so when he wanted to start ASAP Roofing or he was in the roofing industry working for others in the past, I would always go to him and be like, what do you need? What can I do? And so when ASAP came about, we actually, because I knew I wasn't a professional or I didn't know everything in business. I came from an employer mi- or employee mindset, so um, there was a lot I needed to learn about. And I can't just self-teach or self teach or can't be self taught in everything. And my brother had um, just graduated San Diego State University in business management. And when that happened, I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, he'd be great for the office side of stuff because I don't fully understand it. I'm, I could do it. I'm getting it done. But is it to the best that it could be done? No, I didn't think so. So we actually invited my brother to move out from San Diego. Cause we're all from California and, uh, we started ASAP. Move out him. to Tyler, right? Yes. Okay. Tyler, Texas. So that's where we live now. We're in Texas. Um, We saw a lot of really big opportunities here, um, affordable living, less taxes, (laughs) way better than California. Uh, And we just saw a better life for our children, being able to own a home someday, which we do now. Back then, we wouldn't have been able to do that in California. California
0: is crazy trying to buy a house. It's insane.
1: There's no way. You are in debt to just live there. Everyone has credit card debt (laughs) because they have to. So Jojo was, my brother was in the same boat and he graduated. He was searching for a year for a job. And when it's so cutthroat and ruthless out there, it's hard to find something, especially coming out of college. But I knew he was smart and and knew things in the spaces that I didn't know. And so I mentioned to Clint, well, why don't we partner with him, bring him out here? And it took him a year to decide to actually move (laughs) out here, but he did. And we started ASAP. And now this is seven years later. um, In the beginning, I had my third kid because we have four now, but I had just had my third kid. So I wasn't as involved in the first five months of it. But then again, I wasn't naturally a stay at home mom. So I just kept showing up to the office with the baby and was just (laughs) like, hey, what do you guys need help with? I can file things. I can do that. And... I was watching a lot of my beauty school colleagues utilize social media at the time to do MLM businesses Mm -hmm. and to do, uh, promote themselves for hair. And I was like, I went to Clinton Jojo and I was like, you know what? I think I could do this for roofing. I -hmm. think I can promote it. You know, it may not be exactly the same. I know roofing isn't as sexy as an MLM business or um, you know, hair transformation, but with what they were, how they were promoting and marketing, I was like, why can't a roofing business be the same? So, uh, they said, okay, Leanne, we trust you run with it. What do you need? Let's roll. And so we got a camera, had a computer I was using, uh, what's the program on Apple? The basic program, oh, like, to,
0: like, uh, like iMovie. iMovie? Yeah. Yes, yeah. that
1: is what I use to edit videos. <laughs> if you go back on ASAP Roofing's page to the very beginning, yes, that was me. It was not that great. I hired used out to have for that like,
0: costumes and all kinds of stuff. Oh, like, yes. it was it was a production after a while though. It
1: was. It um, I was born and raised in Los Angeles, so I've always been interested in production yeah. and. TV and knowing behind the scenes. I've actually taken acting classes because my mom wanted me to go down that route, but it was never what I wanted, so I didn't. But um, doing, I think all of that experience is what led me to be a good social media marketer because I understood what people wanted to see and hear. Right, And marketing is all based, or social media marketing is based off emotion. So it's, okay, do we hit the sad emotion like the news does? the dramatic emotion? Do we hit the sexiness like, oh, because sex sells? Or do we hit happy emotion, feel good emotion? And when I approached our page for the roofing, I was like, I want people to always feel good when they go to our page. When they scroll past a post of ours, I want them to smile. And that was was my goal at that time. And so that's where, like you said, the costumes, Mm -hmm. those came into play. If our guys came in on a Monday and they were late, to the meeting they had to wear a costume and dance live on Facebook (laughs) um they agreed to it we didn't like make them make them but they were about it because they understood um the influence that they were doing and that they were getting exposure and especially not being from Texas here people want to buy from people that live are from here like they're so clicky and um if you're from california it's that total facade of like oh you're cali get out of here like right. why well, don't bring more californians here <laughs> and we weren't the most liked but um our social media presence is what grew us and grew our brand and actually we connected with the community as well we did we went to every chamber of commerce event networking event um we really put ourselves out there not just um on Facebook and Instagram and social media, we also showed up to things for the community, so it excelled our business very quickly, very very quickly. So we started opening more branches in more areas. We opened up another roofing company, Rio Blanco, and then it got to the point where uh, my marketing was really getting noticed by a lot of other people. And we have a mentor from Dallas, Mike Cote, which. I hope a lot of you have heard about, because he's amazing. He's still our mentor to this day. Um, He and Clint mentioned, you know, people keep asking you for help. Why don't you open up an agency? And I was like, what? Like, I went to beauty school. What are you talking about? (laughs) Like, I didn't even know what I was doing. It was all just, you know, gifts that God was giving me at that time. And so I decided, okay, well, maybe I should do it. And then before fully jumping into it, because I believe to provide the best quality service for my customers, just like in roofing in social media, I needed to be trained by the best. And I needed to learn and gain knowledge in the space where I didn't know before. So I, we invested in programs for me to train in. I did a mentorship program with Ty Lopez. Um, that was a game changer for me because he's the one that helped me understand ads campaigns, like the things that Mm -hmm. I didn't fully dive into before the technical stuff that I didn't get, the algorithms, the analytics, what, like how to read those. So I really learned about what, how to give the best experience to my customers, my clients. And so I opened that up and I've had K socialized media for four years now. And, um, just really been marketing in the space and growing and helping brands grow to where they can be an influence just like ASAP roofing has become. And, um, but not just in the marketing space, I've grown as a business owner, because like Mm -hmm. I said, I came from an employee mindset. So I didn't like, it was a whole, my whole perspective changed becoming a business owner. Oh yeah. And I was like, what? Like the way you think of an owner when you are like even a W-2 employee, it's so different mm-hmm. and you don't realize it until you're up on the other side of it. And so growing as a person in that sense and knowing how to set up a system in place to help a business run successfully or you know, market it in that way, that is in the last seven years since ASAP started is what has grown me in the sense and kind of what... I don't showcase online all the time. I just like to have fun. Social media for on my personal side is more so fun than anything, than promoting what I do, which isn't what I preach to my clients. Don't listen to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think a lot of people don't know, like you guys were so instrumental in our lives, like early on, like when we met, you guys were one of my very first, I think you guys were the second one. I think I did one training before you guys. And then I came to Tyler and did a training with your team.
1: Mm-hmm
0: because of Mike and, um, came in and taught you guys about supplementing. And then we built a relationship from there and, you know, ended up running your Indianapolis branch. And during that time, I learned so much about, uh, social media marketing from you guys. I mean, just what you were doing and what you were making us do as your branch, (laughs) like was so outside of my realm at the time. Like I was not into it, but then when you guys took us to some conferences, Exposed us to this whole world that we'd never really been around Mm -hmm. and realized, wow, we potentially could do something cool. And that's where Art of the Supplement started. And a lot of my stuff really early on came from what I learned being with you guys. Um, And it's what's led us to where we are today. But you guys built your entire business off of social media, though. And I know that to be a fact. Like, there was so much of your guys' success. And you guys were... You guys... What I think you guys really did well was you guys were the best known Mm -hmm. by far. Mm -hmm. Like, in this area you guys are killing the game as far as social media goes. And as far as being the best known roofing contractor in the area. And, um, you know, when we talked, when we talked to roofers during this series, like, I mean, just to get to become a seven figure company and it just contractors in general, like contractors to get to seven figures is really, really hard. Mm-hmm. You guys got to eight figures and like, we're like doing crazy stuff that no one else was doing. But a lot of that's because of social media though. Right.
1: Yeah, we created a brand that was allowed us to scale even further. That's why we were able to open more branches because the brand carried and I knew how to duplicate the system with the branches. I did exactly what worked for our main Tyler branch and implemented it with our branch managers. So when, like you said, when you helped run our Indianapolis uh, branch, It was a, in your job description to do what I was saying to do on social media. It was to go live and to do these posts and giveaways. Exactly. And it was because we learned what worked and we duplicated Mm -hmm. it.
0: And it worked in indie.
1: It did. And because what I, every time I've done workshops or teachings or speaking even to our company or to our managers, I always tell them, you know, I'm teaching you this to build your brand, your image, whether you're with us one day or not. Mm-hmm. This is what you need to learn. This is what's going to push you forward. I would even tell our guys, like, don't create a page that says, hey, I'm John Die Roofing Sales. I said, name it John Die," yeah. Because what if you don't want to do roofing one day? Yep. I know this isn't this may not be your path for the rest of your life not everyone wakes up and says i want a roof forever (laughs) like who really does that i mean unless it's generational i know (laughs) clinton was in it because he knew the prophets were in it but yes like you it's a vehicle to get to your next level. It's a right. vehicle to get to what you're truly passionate about just like what you did, John. Like you ex- did exactly what you needed to do. You you listened, you took action, <laughs> and look at where it took you. I love when people do that.
0: <laughs> well, not full circle because like I I'm I feel so I'm honored that we're able to even have these conversations now and to get to work together and you know have you guys come on board and help take ACS to the next level and and bring all of the other stuff that we don't do well. And make it even better but yeah we we definitely learned the social media and the marketing side of it and how to build a brand and grow it and build an audience like that's what we we really walked away with that whole thing and i think the biggest thing though for us was the and you still tell me this even today i think i've heard it but you know i still am sort of not super comfortable like putting myself out there as much as as you probably hope that I would.
1: (laughs) Yes. I was telling him y'all, which you guys can put in comments and tell him as well. Go live more. (laughs) (laughs) Just go live. It may be uncomfortable, but you know what? I have some of the most memorable videos I've done that people have brought up or the most memorable lives that I've done was the most transparent times that I had. I mean, I had a One of my kids pee on the side, like pull down his pants and start peeing. And I had to switch the camera really quick. And I was like, what are you doing? And it's like, oh my gosh, this isn't perfect right now. This isn't lined out. This isn't the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, you know, perfect. But that's the thing. Your followers don't want perfect. That's
0: authenticity.
1: Exactly. That's all they want. They just want a glimpse into your life and what you're doing. That's right. They just want to know and be a part of it. Yeah. And that's how you know, with our brand, we would do giveaways and do videos. And I would ask questions like, what's my kid's name? How many kids do I have? What does ASAP really stand for? And our followers could answer those (laughs) questions because we just put ourselves out there. We just told them who we were, why we were doing it, what we wanted, and we were straight up. That's it. No, yeah. no games, no, any, no crazy graphics and editing. It's just like, Hey, this is us. And I think that's what people kind of steer away from sometimes is they think that they need to have all of these professional equipment, all this crazy stuff, all the glips glitz and glamour and got to look perfect all the time. It's like, no. People want to just see you and right. the time will come where the professional equipment will come into play and the graphics will come into play. But in the beginning, you just start, you just right. got to put yourself out there.
0: And and frankly, like even to this day, like we have stuff where we shoot with our, you know, our insane cinema cameras and all this other stuff that gets like no views at all. But the yeah. stuff we shoot on our cell phone will get a hundred million views or something stupid, you know, and it's like, It's because it's the authenticity factor. Like people way overthink the whole social media game. Yes. Like they just put it so towards this like, oh, it's got to be perfect. It's got to be this. It's got to be that. You got to have the right equipment and spend thousands of dollars. And you don't like, in fact, that's the least effective sometimes.
1: It is. The more simple you make it, the better. I mean, it's just, I've had where I've posted for clients, you know, a question like, would you rather have tacos or wings? And that could have more engagement. Than a post of someone selfieing on a roof. Right. Like, it's just, you gotta think outside of the box. Not everyone wants to see roofs all the time. Not right. everyone wants to see a house being built. I don't built.
0: think anyone really cares about roofs at the end of the no, day or they what don't. it is you do. Like, if you're showing, like, some people, like, I can see, like, if you're like a plumber or electrician, there's probably some parts of it that are pretty interesting, mm-hmm. but no one really cares.
1: Yeah. They, they just, care about the people. Exactly. And we're in the era of people buy from people. They don't buy from a Google listing or Yellow Pages listing anymore. It is they want a relationship with that person before they buy. And social media allows that. There are so many times where I've gone out and around in our town And people come up to me and they're like, I know you. And I'm like, (laughs) they're like, did we go to high school together? No, I'm not from here. And I know exactly what they're getting at. I know it's because they ended up following our social media (laughs) handles and all that. But they literally feel like they know us. Right. And it's just, you know, you got to just do it. You got to put yourself out there.
0: How many times do you think people have like referred you guys because of that?
1: Oh, so many times, and right. it's not just for jobs. Like for customers, it's also for jobs. We built our team because people wanted to come and work with our culture. Yep, we were showcasing our culture every day. Us having fun, us enjoying, but also we posted professional, I you know things as well. What we would do for the community, our giveaways, giving back to them, um, donating roofs, whatever it may be. But they. People wanted to come and work for us. So our team actually was built very, very quickly. It grew massive, yeah, had a very massive. quick. People just wanted to come and apply all the time. Yeah. So it's not just, hey, you're putting your brand and image out there to gain customers. You're also building your teams. Mm-hmm. You're building your your following, your culture. It's, there's so much that goes into all of it.
0: <laughs> Which has impacted so many lives, though. Yeah. Like I'm just thinking like in terms of people that have worked here or you know, gone off and done their stuff and like are now forever impacted because of what you guys have done and yeah. helped their lives and you know, that's that's the whole point of this. Like this isn't a lot of people get caught up in, in the actual business of becoming the best whatever type of contractor that you are. And yeah. it's so much more than that. It's about becoming the best person you can be so that you can affect more lives the best that you can. And in turn, yeah, it's good to provide quality service and do all their stuff. But businesses that grow in scales because they're able to be impactful.
1: It's true. Like we say it all the time. We are not a roofing company. We're a self-development company. Right. We say that because when we develop our people the roofing is comes after and it's better than ever the quality is higher why because the person is mm-hmm. a higher quality and so we have invested in so much with um speakers coming to speak to our team and weekly zoom calls with our mentor and just to paying for them to go to conferences to expand their minds and even you know i do active like events with the wives and I've done ladies nights with them to help get their mindsets to the other level. Like right before busy season ladies night. Why? (laughs) Because your man's going to be working for, you know, it could be the other way around too, but they are going to be busy working until eight, nine at night. You gotta, you want that money in your bank That hustle's got to come. So it's good to get people together and understand, you know, hey, what's going on? Because sometimes the people at home that are supporting them don't see what they get to see. They don't get to hear what they're hearing. So we do um, quarterly events with the whole entire company and families so everyone can get on the same page. Because like I said, we're a self-development company. It's not just about roofing. We're trying to change people help people and that's been our main focus from the beginning day one clinton and i always said we're here to help people we're not here for the profit the profit comes but when we help people it that's our that's our impact that's what makes our our hearts happy and sore
0: (laughs) so let me ask you like we're in this really awesome facility right now we're at the asap roofing headquarters and it's it's beautiful this place how big is this place this is probably what
1: gosh how many square feet is this place Twelve thousand square feet
0: that's huge yeah. yeah like I mean we're in this massive conference and room and you've
1: been in the original where we used to work out of a storage facility. That's what facility. I'm saying like
0: <laughs> I want to I want to bring some hope today to some contractors. Because everyone starts small but to mm-hmm. get to this level this is probably most contractors are are not at this level, okay? Um they're smaller they're 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 getting by, they're you know, they're making ends meet, maybe they're making a little bit of profit. That's cool. Um we hope you are. <laughs> if you're listening <laughs> to your contractor, we hope that you're making some money. But you know, at the end of the day like this wasn't ASAP from day one, though.
1: No, it's the growth of ASAP. From day one, I mean, we started ASAP with a gutter machine and $2,500. Wow. That is how we started ASAP.
0: So there's no trust fund involved here. There was
1: nothing. <laughs> well, we lost a lot right before ASAP. We okay. were at like, you know, when you hit rock bottom before you soar, Yeah, we hit rock bottom. It was terrible. We were, it was just horrible. It was a horrible time in our lives. And it was really, we had a lot of tough situations. And instead of deciding, oh, my life's done. I'm, I got screwed over. I'm done. Instead of doing that, we decided, okay, we need to get back up. And this is a sign from God that we got to do something of our own. We got to do something. We got to create something for us and our children and other families. Like I said, it's always been about helping people. So so we you guys had are
0: rock bottom, broke, trying broke to figure out what to do.
1: Third baby on the way for me. Um, it was, I was literally in my third trimester wow. and no health insurance, paying cash for the baby to be born. Wow! And we didn't have much backed up, like saved up in emergency funding because we were investing in other things at that time. And those are the things that didn't work out, but... It brought us like everything is always a blessing in, disi- in disguise that I believe, because if we had continued down that road at that time with that company, it w- wouldn't have brought us to the joy that we have now mm-hmm. because we wouldn't have helped them in the way that we have. We wouldn't have implemented such a culture that we have now.
0: You guys built this from exactly. the
1: ground up. We created our you know, we're sitting here and I'm looking at a wall that says our five core values. And we created that with our team. We got together with our team and we all wrote it together. So, and that was from the beginning. We, yes, you know, Jojo, Clinton and I are the owners, but we also brought in a couple other people from day one where we sat down and had a meeting and said, what do we do? Are we going to move forward? Are we going to get back up and just go? And we all decided, you know what? Yeah. Let's do this. Let's let's jump in. What a risk. And it was, it was, it was risk. a risk. And it was funny because um, well, not necessarily funny at the time, but <laughs> um, that is when Clint had contacted Mike Coday. And at the time we could not afford him. No mm-hmm. way, no way. And he was just like, I need to talk to you. Like, I don't know what to do. My wife's pregnant with our third. We're stressed. And Mike told her he's like, or told him he's like, Okay, you need to go to your wife and you need to tell her you gotta sacrifice. It's going to be hard. This is going to be some hard stuff we're going to go through. We're going to get through it and we're going to come out on top. And Clint came inside and he told me, hey, this is going to be hard. <laughs> we're going to get through it, which Clint and I have been through some really hard times together. I mean, like at that time, it's just we were so broke that Clint literally scrunched together change out of his truck to buy a five dollar foot long subway sandwich So me and Genevieve could eat and he did not eat that day. He did not eat dinner and he went to work the next morning. Like it was just crazy what we were going through. And Mike did support us in the beginning and he was just like, Hey, you need to just power through. And then I understood as a wife, like, okay, I got to just support and we just got to power through. Like we'll get through this. And I had the faith that we could and Eventually with a very hard work and sacrifice because there is a lot of sacrifice within this, um, we're, where we're at today and the opportunities have come because of that.
0: How long did it take though, from that beginning to like start to get yourself going again, if that makes sense.
1: Um, I would say the first year was hard. It was super hard because I had just had another baby And then my brother had just moved out here and moving from California to Texas, especially a smaller town like Tyler, Texas. It's a culture shock. It was a culture shock for us. It was like so different. And then being so broke and just not knowing, okay, when is this going to pay off? And then, you know, growing the company, learning who we could trust as our team members, because you have to filter through a few people to find a good office manager, to find the right people to plug into your team. And so I think the first two years was the hardest because it was just implementing and trying to figure out our system to put into place, creating the system, creating the job descriptions, creating everything. And it was, but then implementing it and then seeing what worked and then what didn't work. But then I'd say, you know, it can't just be two years because we really, it's been longer than that because then we lived and learned because then COVID hit and then we had to restructure everything because we didn't just have ourselves to worry about. We had a hundred plus families to worry about. It wasn't just us going down. It was all of us. So we had to do an emergency plan, which was actually the best thing for our company because we grew through it. And Mm -hmm. now we're even better than ever, ever and we have the highest quality people. So I would say like the first four years, maybe was wow. like the hardest <laughs> and just sacrificing a lot. I took a, we've taken so much time away from our kids, so much time away from family events, from all that, because we knew in the forefront was ASAP, the roofing company, the mm-hmm. growing it and being it and being there for our team members, being there for whatever was needed, answering calls at all hours of the day. Cause like even to yeah. the. Today it's not too bad, but like Clint would be on the phone all day and all night. But that was, that's the sacrifice you make. Right. You got, you have to sacrifice stuff to be able to build, learn, and grow.
0: No one sees that.
1: No. No one
0: ever sees that. They, N- they, they see you guys from the outside looking in. Oh, this is a beautiful building. They see, they see a nice car. They see a nice house. They think, man, this is just the way it's always been. But the the, the whole way to get there, like it's, it's like the iceberg, There's so much below the surface that no one is seen, no one understands, other than you guys, because you guys lived it.
1: Yes. And that's why I'm also happy that we're, you know, doing this podcast to discuss this, because I don't want to come into this as a co-host and think, have people think, oh, well, what did she do to even earn that spot, you know? One, what's most important to me is John and Priscilla's opinion and that's (laughs) it because I don't care what other people think. But, uh, the reality is I do want people to know that we worked very hard to get to this point and we didn't showcase it all the time. I wasn't showcasing every selfie on a roof on social media and every project we were working on or every community event. I mean, it's not all on there and we're not showing it, but we, have held our head down low and hustled and grind and (laughs) sacrificed everything we could.
0: (laughs) It's the American story.
1: Like that's what this
0: is all about. Yeah. At the end of the day. And this is why I know you appreciate it because you guys started from this point, moved, moved it up and like made it, made it happen. Like you guys are the living, breathing, walking American dream story through and through. Yeah. And that's what contracting can be when people approach it the right way. It's, it's, This is why I love what we do so much. And I'm so passionate about it because, you know, it's such a, um, it's such a underrated industry Yeah. with so much, it's so disrespected in so many ways. And I I don't know if disrespected is the right word, but it kind of is like blue collar is looked down on. Yeah. And it's the, but at the end of the day, if you really look at it, it's the, it's the land of the most opportunity. Yes. As far as sectors go, as far as like business and like as far as you know industry goes
1: and making good money without having to have like a lawyer's diploma or
0: and even those guys don't make the kind of money that happens here
1: exactly i never realized that because coming from outside of the industry oh i definitely had no clue the type of money you could make in the construction industry to me like for me personally i was brought up um my father went to college and Mm -hmm. he got his business accountant, diploma. And I, I was told, you know, college since uh, the day I was born, you need to go to college. You need it. That's a real degree. That's a real career.
0: That's, that's like stability. Exactly. That's what you have to be.
1: Exactly. If you're going to be
0: successful, this is the route.
1: Yes. And so when I was introduced to this side of things, because of my husband, Clint, his, he comes from a family of entrepreneurs. Like they have a whole different mindset, which I was blessed with because now I have that (laughs) mindset, but I, I didn't originally. And I, didn't ever look at the construction industry that way. right? And that is what I'm excited to bring to the table as a co-host is I am an outsider looking in. I can bring the consumer mindset. I can bring the, the people that are actually going to buy from you, the customers that you guys are dealing with. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> that's who I am. And so I may not fully understand everything, but I'm so willing to learn about everything. And that's why I ended up letting go my cosmetology license, even though I have, thousands of dollars in student (laughs) debt Uh, because I realize the opportunity that is offered within this industry and it is insane. And all you have to do literally, all you have to do is take action. Yeah. You take action. There are so many avenues to be able to get knowledge, to get the right tools, to get the right people. But if without that action, there's nothing. And, and, it's actually quite simple. And I think it's so simple. that That's why a lot of people don't do it. It's just getting up every day and going to work. Yep. It's getting up every day and doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I appreciate about the construction industry. And they aren't afraid to get their hands dirty. They're not afraid to hustle, yep. especially in this new generation of laziness. Sorry to say, but <laughs> it's like, you know, I have grown to appreciate some of these people in our industry, like, Dang, they really are hustling, and like you said, it's the American dream. Yep, it is something that we could have never imagined. Like I'm second generation American. I my mother was born and raised in Mexico City, and so mine too. Oh, in Mexico City?
0: <laughs> well, she was just outside of Mexico City. Oh she moved God. there when she was fourteen. Yeah, yeah. So. My
1: my mom was, I think, nine or so, nine or ten. Okay, but yeah, That's funny. It, it's just like to see the opportunity. That my parents or my mom never would have imagined. Right. And it's accessible at our fingertips. Mm -hmm. And it's even greater now. Why? Because we have social media. Yep. We all have opportunities that we never would have had before. The playing field is so
0: level. It is. It's so level right now. It
1: is. Where before it was, who do you know? Yep.
0: Throw out a name. It was an old boys club.
1: It was. It was.
0: And I, I can say that, like, I come from, I'm come a fifth generation contractor. I know that my dad was getting work because of who his dad was. Yeah. And my grandpa was getting work because of who his dad was. And, like, it was just, that's just the way it went, you know. You you I, I could have gone down that same road, too, and probably, you know, would have been just fine. But that's not who I am. But besides that, though, like, that's that's the cool thing about today is, like, I know contractors that, you know, are coming out of this, never had done any of this in their life somehow stumbled upon the opportunity mm-hmm. took action like you said and you know like we'll talk I'm sure Aaron Christie at some point will be in here but Aaron Christie is a great example of it cuz like he started in in his first year got blessed with a hailstorm and did like 10 million dollars his first year yeah and like that to me blows my mind like how does We're that even still happen still
1: praying for a hailstorm
0: <laughs> and we contractors <laughs> pray for hailstorms especially roofing contractors they love hailstorms right <laughs> But, you know, and it's it, but it's the story, like there's the opportunity for those that are willing to do it and take the action. And that's what we're going to celebrate.
1: Yes, We want
0: to introduce this to the next generation.
1: Yes. And that we can all make it and do it. And that's, that's the American dream. Yep. Truly.
0: And and every story is so fascinating. Yeah, Um, That's why I'm like so excited about this new series and like this new podcast channel, because this is going to give us an opportunity to Talk to contractors of all different walks of life, all yeah. different, all different trades, all different industries. And some of them I'll do some of them. Leanne's going to host and uh, she'll do the interviews and, and we'll like, we're going to get to have those conversations of real, like, Hey, what was it like? What did you go through? How did you get to where you were so that we can then hopefully inspire others? I almost feel like, you know, this is kind of off subject a little bit, but not really. I kind of feel like though, that this is like the golden age here of contracting. Yeah. Like this, there's this little window here. Yeah. before this starts to really get crazy and consolidate because it's already starting to happen. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of uh, acquisitions happening. I talked to someone the other day, said they're trying to buy 70 companies this year. So there's a lot of roll ups and different things happening. But there's this window still like people can get in right now and completely turn their life around.
1: Yes. And I think that um, with kind of in line with what you're saying is, and a kind of a, an excuse, I guess you could say, that I'd hear from clients or uh, people that I'm mentoring in the marketing space is, well how can I hop on TikTok? There's so many people doing it. How can I blow up on Facebook when there's so many, like, it's too late. It's too late. No, it is never too late. You know Mm -hmm. why? Because there will be people, millions of people that will never take action. Yep. They will never do it. Even if they tell you, Hey, I'm going to do this tomorrow. They won't. They won't. There's just a there's a difference in people where there's the action takers and the non action takers. And just like you're saying, this is the golden time for contractors. The ones that are going to take action right now are going to explode. And it's just like those that took action during COVID instead of chilling and you know, whatever, which I'm not going to get into all of that a lot, but it's just goes with what we're talking about in the example. It's those that took action exploded these last two years and yep. those that didn't they're playing catch up mm-hmm. and it's not that they won't ever catch up but why play catch up when you can just do it
0: well just do it is the main thing and, and what you were saying just now if you have that mindset where you're like well i can't do it because everyone else is doing it, first mm-hmm. off that's completely irrelevant do it anyways yeah. even if it's just to practice do it anyways yeah okay And then go listen to Gary Vee and some of these other guys and listen to what is the next platform. Because TikTok wasn't around two years ago. Nope. Right? Instagram, pretty pretty recent. Facebook Mm -hmm. even. Facebook, you know, MySpace, we all know what MySpace was, right? This stuff evolves so, so quickly. Yeah. Like, we don't have a Twitter following. Like, I only have like a hundred and some people that follow me on Twitter because I'm not a Twitter person. Like, that was never my thing. Right? Yeah. But... As soon as Facebook became a thing, uh, these platforms evolved so quickly that you don't know what the next one is. So start practicing on the platforms today. Yeah. Get your name out there a little bit. Learn how to be a content creator, how to think in that way. And then the next second, the next TikTok shows up or the next whatever, jump all over it. Yeah. And you're going to be ten, 10 steps ahead of everyone else at that point.
1: Yeah, you guys just go to ASAP Roofing. Look at my first post and yep. see how horrible they were. The editing on the even the graphics, the pictures. <laughs> I think I use like paint or something. It's I I see my memories all the time and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so bad. But you know but what? I started. Yeah, yeah, I just put. I just did it. I did it. I didn't know what I was doing. And you guys and yeah, yeah it just I did it. And just put myself out there.
0: And you guys grew an eight figure. Mm-hmm. roofing company here
1: you got to just start and yep. then learn the specifics okay i'm not saying hey just don't do it and be naive and and never take the next step in the knowledge section yep. it's yes start it's just so start and then you know yeah there's youtube I, I, now. not
0: just that but l- look at your phone today yeah i mean my goodness go buy the newest iphone mm-hmm. and it will do more than what you know most dslr cameras used to be able to do back five years ago Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, the night vision on these things, oh everything God. they do, it's insane.
1: I was going to say that, too. Yeah. The night mode is insane. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, so
0: Get you insane. a set of clip-on mics, some Rhodes or DJIs or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're a couple hundred bucks. And you can put out quality content from day one that's like rivals just about anything out there.
1: Yes. And then as you grow and get better, yep. then that's when you get the the better items, the better equipment, yep. the better programs for editing, you know, whatever it may be. It it's just starting. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Just, Dang, well you can't Nike. say it. you know, no, yeah, we, we didn't say that. Didn't Don't say that. No. Well, do yeah, it. Just
0: yeah. Do it. <laughs> do it. That's it. <laughs> so I'm excited, Leanne. Like we're gonna have a blast. I know that, you know, going in. Being a part of this and, and building this brand together, like we're going to we're gonna take this to the whole next level. And it's going to really live up to what it's about. It's about contractors and how yeah. do we help you guys become the best you can be. And so we want to open this up to um, as many contractors as we can. If you got cool stories, we want to hear about it. Yeah. Hit us up. Like shoot us an email at info at AmericanContractorShow.com. Tell us, you know, your story if you want to potentially be a guest on the podcast. We'd love to have guests on here. Um, and so we'll, we'll figure this whole thing out as we go, but this is, this is going to be an exciting endeavor. I feel like and something that we really want to focus big on because your stories are so powerful. Like Leanne, your story is so amazing. And anyone that hears it is going to be inspired by that. Whether it be a woman, a man, whoever, like people are just going to be inspired by what you guys have gone through. And I know you guys will hear from Clint later on. Leanne's going to interview Clint and, uh, share the the full ASAP story. But, you know, just in general, though, like you guys have an amazing story and I want to hear from more contractors.
1: Yeah, I think that is more interesting than anything else right now (laughs) is hearing their stories. And that is probably one of my most favorite things when I go to conferences or networking events where other contractors are there is I've heard how they started. And you know what? Every single person I've met, every single person being in this industry they all have a crazy wild insane story yep on how they got to where they were most are not just trust fund babies yeah of course there's gonna be some that were like handed some things but a lot of these contractors are true hustlers because they were not handed the opportunity they took it yeah exactly and it's it's super super exciting so i am really really excited for this well, where
0: else can you start with a hammer and you know whatever and, and go out and start building things and creating stuff and get paid for it and build these multi-million dollar companies out of you know basically over the course of just a few years in a short amount of time if you learn and study and with all the information that's available right now it's kind of like just do it
1: yeah <laughs> and create a life that you never could have imagined
0: how is this going to change your guys's life or how has it already? Let me ask you that.
1: Yeah. Oh, how has it? Ad- tremendously. I, um, Clint and I, we were, He was a little bit more middle class. Me, I was brought up very broke. And that was because I was one of very many. (laughs) I am the second to youngest of 12. Wow. And so, yes, my mom's from Mexico City, okay? My
0: mom is too, but we (laughs) didn't have that.
1: Yeah, we didn't have TV. (laughs) We were that (laughs) bored. But um, yeah, we never, I was never brought up in money. And I will never forget ever the day I looked at the, the business account and I saw a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> and I was like, oh my god <laughs> like, what is that? Like that blew my mind. That changed me. That really did because I never in my wildest dreams had ever even seen that. I've, n- I never saw a business account looking like that. Um, my parents didn't, talk about money ever um just because we didn't have a lot of it um and if they did talk about it it was like how are we going to pay for these bills um so it changed us like it changed me it was like wow i can have this i can do this because for a while as we were growing and gaining success i felt so undeserving i felt like why me like why can I have these opportunities? Like, how can I have this money? And I just felt guilty. I felt guilty taking my kids to Mexico to an all inclusive resort. (laughs) Like, was it amazing? Yeah. But I still felt guilty because I came from that poverty mindset. I was like, is this what I should be doing? Shouldn't I be going to like, you know, homeless kids or something and helping, which we do help in many ways. You guys but give so much. We do and that's because of coming yeah. from nothing. So it changed. It changed me and it and because it changed my mindset, I'm seeing how my kids are and the wild thing is so I went to school and I had to deal with bullies because of not having the coolest clothes or not having or being broke or like, you know, where I lived, whatever it was. I had such different challenges where now I hear my kids and we actually live in a low income community because the house we found was like absolutely amazing and our <laughs> it was the house <laughs> but it's a low-income community, so a lot of the kids at school are low-income. So now my kids are considered the rich kids. <laughs> now my kids are getting teased and bullied about being rich kids because they have Jordans and a lot of the other kids don't, and they get comments made to them. And so now I'm having to learn how do I teach my kids how to deal with this because I was never taught how to deal with it Yeah. ever. So it it's wild the ways of success. <laughs> It's wild it's totally the different way challenge. it could take you. Yeah, yeah. It's so, it, it, and then it continuously changes you because, you know, when I first saw the first hundred thousand that changed me and then dealing with the, the cases now with my kids and having to deal with them being the rich kids at school, that has changed me and my parenting style and mindset and that. So it's an ever going journey <laughs> that yeah. just keeps going and then obstacles come and you keep learning from it. So it's, it's wild what this industry can do for you because it's done wonders for us. I would have never, I definitely would not have made the profit that I have doing hair (laughs) and I would be on my feet for 14 hours a day. You'd have to do a lot of hair. I would have had to do a lot of hair. I think of that all the time. Like when I charge one client, I'm like, wow, I would have had to do so much hair for that one client this month. Like that's crazy. So, yeah, it's changed us in all the best of ways.
0: That's so cool. And I'm so thankful you guys are a part of this. And now we're your latest charity case. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah it is what it is. <laughs> no,
1: no, not at all. We are thankful. We are very, very thankful. It's, um, it is extremely rewarding to us to, one, have someone take action behind what we've taught them and done something with the tools that have been given them. But, two, to be a part of the journey. That's all I ask. That's all we ever want. We want to be a part of the journey. We want to see you grow and spread your wings and fly right over us because, and we'll be right down there cheering.
0: <laughs> no, we're honored that you guys are a part of it. And Leanne, thank you so much for, for hanging out today and sharing your story in such a transparent way.
1: Ah, oh, thanks. So cool.
0: And, um, so we're going to have more of these. So you guys stay tuned for this new channel, American Contractor Stories. In fact, about to record one with you and clint so stay tuned for that one because that one's going to be awesome and uh thank you for being a part and welcome to the acs family officially
1: thank you i'm so excited can't wait
0: can't wait we'll see you guys thank you we really hope this story has inspired you to chase your american dream do you have a great story to share we'd love to hear it
1: all you got to do is send us an email to stories at americancontractorshow.com If you love the show, make sure to subscribe and leave us a review.
0: And share it with others. Inspiration should always be shared.